So you're about to be listening to the sultry, tender voices of Team Cobb, as we've been known for a while, which consists of me, Kevin Cornelio, and... Good boy, Rob Hardison. Welcome to the journey with us. It might be a bumpy ride, but I promise we'll get you there smoothly in the end. Don't listen to this dude, we good. <laughs> so settle in, sit back and relax, and enjoy the show. All right, but so the topic we're going into today is Black Lives Matter. And specifically off the top here, we're going to distinguish between the phrase Black Lives Matter as a semantic kind of argument or statement, and that being separate from the actual movement that is calling itself Black Lives Matter. And we want to make this distinction. We're going to go into it further in our conversation uh, but that's really the central topic or, um, you know, topics, I guess, if you want to look at it that way, that we're going to jump into. Yeah, I think it's important to, to make that distinction between those two concepts. Uh, one being the idea, the concept, Black Lives Matter. You know, as a black man, that's obviously true for me. But there's also the organization Black Lives Matter that I think is radically different than the words to imply. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it, it might strike a lot of people as obvious or, oh, it goes without saying, but a lot of times when things like that go unsaid, it actually leads to more confusion where people are talking about two different things when they think they're having the same conversation. And that's where a lot of the challenges and, and kind of disagreements and issues, I think, come from, like we're seeing with you know this case today. Yeah, very, very, very much the case. I see in a lot of discourse that... that and I think intentionally in this case where the organization Black Lives Matter has, it seems intentionally, semantically overloaded the words Black Lives Matter hmm. so that they can just basically subvert discussion and put everything under the umbrella of racism that doesn't agree with them. Hmm. So they can just label their enemies as, as racist instead of actually having a discourse. They're just overloading that term so that there can be no no discussion about it, and it's just a disciplines practice. Yeah, that's that's well said, and I definitely uh, can get where you're coming from with that. It's interesting that you brought up uh, the idea of like enemies there, and I, I want to come back to that later in the discussion because that had been on my mind to, to explore as well. But before we get to that down the line, just uh, focusing on, on what you described there, the movement. Black Lives Matter has kind of taken on this, I don't know, it, it strikes me as uh, somewhat of a, a mantra, uh, almost like a war chant in some ways, and I don't want to, you know... Let me, let me, slightly, let me term, slightly inject but... Let me slightly inject here um, <clears throat> as a point of contention here, because I, I do want to perhaps choose linguistically a separate word than movement, because I think the movement is more, should be more about the idea, mm-hmm. but like, I want to establish distinctly that the issue i think at hand is the organization the movement i think is is fundamentally a sound movement but i think it's as the results of it because of this organization have been misguided and and ultimately is, is extremely destructive to the communities that it's purporting to protect Okay, so now you're making a further distinction between Black Lives Matter organization and Black Lives Matter movement? Yes, in that the a lot of the people that are 
I'm going to say, caught up in, in what I'm referring to as emotionally hijacked into serving a cause that is not their own. You know, a lot of people that initially joined the movement joined it for valid causes. You know, they, they had reasoning that was sound and that was, was, was well-intended. And I don't think they recognize or realize the stated goals of the organization Black Lives Matter is not simply to bring to awareness the idea that Black Lives Matter, but their stated goals based on their mission statement is radically different from that. And I think the people that are caught up in this don't quite recognize the implications and the, the, the downstream effects of all of that sneaky and dishonest uh, um, advocating where their the organization Black Lives Matter has hijacked this movement and made it into a weapon that is sneaking in other goals under the surface. Okay. So it sounds like you're describing that the organization is not the driving force of the actual movement. No, it, it is. They, they've, they've tried to, they've hijacked the movement. Who, who's, so, who's they? Sorry, just to clarify. Who's they who have hijacked it? Yeah, the, the organization, the organization of Black Lives Matter. They're the ones who you're saying have hijacked the movement? Correct. They've hijacked the movement and have, have smuggled in other causes that are completely separate than what it purport, what it had, what the words purport to mean. And there's a big distinction between those two that's very important to make that I'm not certain a lot of people are making. Well, I might be a little uh, confused then on this kind of interplay between the movement and the organization, because I'll be honest, maybe this is my ignorance of the issue, but I was under the impression that the movement came from the Black Lives Matter organization, which has been around, I know, for a few years. So in your interpretation, like, what is the movement? Where does that come from? So the movement is, I think, comes from an innocent, well-intentioned place where it's about the idea that there is a clear disparity between how blacks live in this country and how perhaps whites live in this country. And I think that's a reasonable thing to acknowledge and to look into. However, that idea has been co-opted into the organization Black Lives Matter, where there was a muddying of the water, so to speak, where where there was a lot of different agendas smuggled into the organization. And in that, they co-opted the movement in order to push their own agendas that are separate from the original idea of let's address some of the disparities and disenfranchisement of minority communities. Now it's more of like more of a new agenda that is snuck in under the guise of compassion. The new agenda is completely destructive to what the original cause was. Okay. So just to jump in here for a second, I'm actually looking uh, online now at kind of the origins of Black Lives Matter. In 2013, the movement began with the use of the hashtag Black Lives Matter on social media. So it's kind of like what you were describing, like this movement just originated after the acquittal of George Zimmerman shooting Trayvon Martin, which I'm sure we all have heard about that case and know about that case by now. And so that seems like it's the origin of the movement. Does that fit with what you're saying? 
yeah, like that phrase specifically, yes, formulated in 2013. But that the concept behind it has been part of racial relations in this country for ages. So it's, it's not a new idea. Yeah, we're not going to say they founded civil rights, obviously. Not, yes. Yeah. So it's it's really just just a new hashing of the civil rights movement in that we've reached a point where we've gotten a lot better, but we haven't quite reached a point where we're no longer seeing those those effects that are unfairly in favor of one race or another. The Black Lives Matter as a concept is 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 a great concept because I think we, we still have some work to go. Mm-hmm. But I think the movement has gone off the rails, so to speak, mm-hmm. into territory that is disingenuous and destructive ultimately. And that's where, you know, where I personally have to kind of get off that train because I don't want to go down that path. Historically, we know where that path is going and it's nowhere good. It's more like hell than anything. Gotcha. We'll definitely get into that in a little bit, I'm sure. Before we do go further into this, I want to kind of get your, just your personal take that you've alluded to here on like the concept. Like if I, if I ask you, Rob, from your personal perspective, how do you define like the concept and the true essence of the movement? The way I would answer that question is the idea of Black Lives Matter or the idea of race relations in America is that we want to nullify some of the downstream effects of the obvious um, atrocities that were perpetrated against black people in this country. That's not to say that we don't have other problems to address that affect different communities, but the idea of black lives mattering and the, the concept behind that is that we see a obvious, and I don't want to call it uh, uh, consciously racist, but it's effectively racist in that it affects black people where we see black people uh, living a, a very impoverished lifestyle unnecessarily, I think where we should address the problem, not in a way that's to blame other people, but to say, listen, why in this day and age of, of prosperity do we see so many people in, living in, in squalor and, and in violence and, and, and things that we know we can do something to address, but it seems like we may not be. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I, think I understand what you're aiming towards there. And there's a lot of nuance, obviously, And I think it's important for people who are outside of, you know, the mindset that you have or outside of the movement, not as naturally connected to it and maybe want to be so or or at least understand it. Let me just check in to to clarify and see if I in this moment have an understanding that fits with what you were saying. Because to me, it sounds like in your idea of the movement, the concept should be aiming towards making progress that, you know, doesn't erase the past, but builds uh, a better future by understanding kind of the mistakes of the past and where the the current system that we have falls short and works to correct or improve upon that? Correct. Most importantly, it's a means of being constructive, not trying to bring down someone else because of historical events, but to constructively build a future that works for everyone involved, not mm-hmm. just trying to flip the power structure, which I think the the Black Lives Matter organization is, is trying to do. They're trying to 
destroy. They're, they're, they're trying to throw the, the baby out with the bathwater. Mm. Because of the historical atrocities that have happened, they are now trying to associate those atrocities with what we have today as a society, which I think is wrong. You know, we've made great strides as a society and as, as humans. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say, I personally, hearing you say that, I personally appreciate your perspective there. And, like, I can connect with what you just described, especially when you use the word constructive. I really feel a connection with that because it seems, it strikes me as something like anybody can get behind. You know, working towards constructing what you described is something that is a very positive thing and speaks towards progress, which which I can appreciate. And I think many people can. Yeah. I think what's happening these days is that the ideas of, of progress and being constructive is getting conflated and a new agenda is being snuck in underneath under the guise of compassion. And even if it's not its intention, what its effect is, what the logical conclusion of it is, 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 is ultimately destructive. Okay. And I think I have an idea of, of what you're speaking to there. I want to actually get into talking about the organization now because I, I'm going to throw this back to you in a minute, but I want to bring up a little bit of content of the actual website because I was looking at it and actually saw some of the kind of conflicting or contradicting ideas here that maybe align with what you're speaking to. And I want to just mention uh, a little bit that we can talk about specifically. So first and foremost, I'm just going to go through briefly the stated campaign goals of the Black Lives Matter organization. And this is coming that's, from... That's a good idea. Okay. This is coming from blacklivesmatter.com itself. Their stated campaign goals are three as follows. And these are the, you know, the primary objectives. Number one, vigorously engage our communities in the electoral process, which it describes uh, further by saying millions of black Americans are repressed within dem the democratic process, yet data shows black voters tipped the balance in 2018 midterm elections. So moving towards 2020, we seek to increase the power of our voices and votes. So that's how they're engaging communities in the electoral process. Goal, goal number two, educate our constituents about candidates and the issues that impact us most. So it says further, we will amplify and do a deep dive into the issues that affect our communities most and hold our candidates accountable on these issues. Third and finally, the goal of promoting voter registration among Generation Z, the black community, and our allies, as it states. And then finally, it describes that third goal further, saying Demogra demographic shifts mean that in the 2020 election, non-whites will account for a third of voters and one in 10 voters will be members of generation z so they're encouraging and providing resources for those seeking to vote well so uh i don't necessarily see much of a problem there until until you look at it as as <clears throat> much of the problem directly with those statements mm -hmm. now i'm with uh, you. those I'm goals um, now there is a, a theme that is is quite obvious to me, but they they are they're kind they're, they're doing a, a a certain type of, of tribalism 
they're doing a certain a certain type of identity politics that's mm-hmm. dangerous. Now mm-hmm. they quite, they haven't in those goals that you just stated, they haven't quite gone beyond the point of of no return. Like cross the line. But yeah, I agree with you on that. They haven't quite that's not the crossed the line. Yeah. But another piece of their site, if you go to the what we believe section, where they they go into detail on what these ideas are. You see a very radically different thing and mm-hmm. where it becomes very, very problematic. They're, they're espousing things that they're espousing ideas that we know from history are extraordinarily dangerous and are ultimately fatal to millions of people. Okay. So that's definitely a poignant thing that I think we're going to jump into here. And I'm not just doing this to create suspense, but I do want to pause for a second before we go into that. Um, just establishing again you and i are both in agreement when we when i look at these campaign goals and i read them out i think it's pretty clear that both of us uh see very little if anything to uh you know to go uh, that's stated in an inflammatory way or harmful way to sum it up we we both are in um in agreement with these being pretty um positive goals and i think it speaks to the constructive part like you know, your, your idea of it is, and it, it honestly, just to, just to paint a little bit of, uh, an analogy here, um, I'm, I'm sure this actually, I don't know if this was consciously part of their preparation of these goals, but it, it alludes to, like, the actual Declaration of Independence that this country was founded on, and the way that their goals were kind of stated of that, and I bring I, that, I, I don't see that, um, what, can you, Make that example. Give the give the uh, give the precise example you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. So the Declaration of Independence was essentially designed for, and actually the the content of this, what I'm describing now. You, if you look up, because um, I actually wanted to check myself on this, I went to like the National Archives um, to look at um, some of the description here and confirm, like basically to sum up. The Declaration of Independence was written with um, a couple of main objectives. Like, we all know the, the famous lines, like, we hold these truths to be self-evident, all men are created equal, they're endowed with unalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. So if you think about um, those, those words and what they speak to, there's kind of an essence of that in this movement. But also more specifically, um, the Declaration of Independence was written with the intention of speaking to three distinct groups. And that's where I see another um, parallel with with these objectives here. Where the groups... I'm still not following you. Like, um, can you get specific as to what you're you're referring to? I'm I'm going to, yes. (laughs) So the specific groups that the Declaration of Independence was speaking to at the time were the king, who they saw as, like, the oppressor, you know, the oppressive institution being uh, the government, uh, the monarchy that we were subjected to at the time, we being America. Also, the, um, how did they put it, the uh, colonists, there it's, so the colonists, um, who were essentially the, the people that were, they were trying to rally and gather support from, and the world in general was the third uh, party that was kind of, we were making our statement to of like, this is what we want to represent in the world kind of. 
So those are three. So let's 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 um try to encapsulate this idea here. I think um I'm having a hard time following. Let's try to encapsulate what you're referring to here in in a, in a if you can do it in like an elevator pitch, how would you encapsulate what you're, what you're trying to say? Okay, so the Black Lives Matter putting the Black Lives Matter movement's kind of declaration here of its campaign goals side by side with the Declaration of Independence and its goals, what I would say is uh, to compare it in this way. Goal one of Black Lives Matter organization is to engage their communities in the electoral process. And to me, that, that's a little bit, yeah, that's parallel to the Declaration of Independence trying to rally the colonists in support of their cause. Secondly, the campaign goal of Black Lives Matter about educating constituents about the issues, essentially speaking to the people who are representing them, the constituents um, and candidates, about the issues that are impacting them. So to get their voices heard, basically, about the most particular issues. This kind of connects for me with the... Declaration of Independence speaking to the king, essentially the the king representing not just the, literally the individual of the king, but the the kind of power system that they're speaking to about what their issues are. And thirdly, the comparison of the goal of the Black Lives Matter organization to uh, promote future registration among, as it puts it, Gen Z, the black community, allies, to make a statement to all those out there who could be in support of their cause, essentially, and could be part of it, what they represent and, um, you know, what they're calling for, essentially. And to me, the parallel there is, in the, again, in the Declaration, kind of speaking to the world about, you know, what we becoming, at the time it wasn't even America yet, but what we're, our movement is doing and what we want to represent and kind of making that uh, statement to anyone who might be in support of the cause. And as it specifically speaks to, um, what are the words there? Um, Needing to motivate foreign allies to join the fight. Okay. So, yeah, and and for the most part, that that is fundamentally seems sound. Mm -hmm. And there there are some, some areas where you can look at it, and from a psychological perspective, it does seem a little off for me. So, like, you immediately can kind of see that there's a clear clear desire to overthrow something that is currently existing, Agreed. right? Agreed. And I think that in itself is not necessarily a problem. Agreed. Now, what becomes a problem, which we're going to get into here in a moment i put in chat here the link to what i'm referring to is their mission statement now when they're in their mission statement they take those concepts their their state their goals and then they elaborate on them and what they have done here is when you when you look at those goals um, how they elaborate on them you look at it and you it becomes immediately clear that they're mission statement what they're actually trying to do is radically different than what they are what they like on the surface say they're doing mm -hmm. so they're they're yeah you spoke to their foundation but you see where the movement uh, or the organization's actions 
are moving away from those intentions, basically? Absolutely. It's become like extraordinarily nebulous and overreaching to the point where it's ultimately has no goal at all. Like, mm, you, you know, there's, mm. there's no end to what this, this group is trying to, to, to do. There's no, like they're, they're like a, <clears throat> they're like a, a, a roving gang that just wants, that is just after power. They're mm. not after any meaningful change that, that, you know, once they get it, they, you know, can, you know, we can have a, we can come to a resolution they're not after that. They, they, they keep moving the goalposts to try to, to try to really damage the other side. They're, they're, they're looking to win a war mm -hmm. that is there. And I'm using these terms intentionally here because that's, that's effectively what they're doing. They're trying to incite a, a, a inside a war and inside a war that is unproductive. Like the landscape of, of, of reality that they're portraying is vastly different than the, actual reality mm. see it's really interesting to hear you say that because um in particular the a couple of the things you mentioned there about having no stated ultimate goal and and kind of where they're going off off base with this was part of my question too of the the more i looked into this i didn't see where this would end and it's even looking at like the page you mentioned the what we believe everything that's stated on there if I scroll down the, the list of statements, it's all action descriptions of this is what we are doing. And to me, that speaks to what you're saying of like, I don't see, and I've looked at other parts of this website, which I think also speak to what you're describing right now. I don't see where this ends and what they're actually ultimately looking to accomplish. Yeah, and that's the biggest, that's the biggest issue, you know, like where if you, if, if, you know, like we talked about in the beginning, if you're after equality, you know, equality of opportunity and you're seeking to affect change and to affect a positive change for everyone, then, you know, your, your, your goals and your, your mission statement should reflect that. And the results should reflect that, you know, what we see in reality should reflect that. Mm -hmm. However, there's a cybernetic principle that if <clears throat> you're looking at a system and it doesn't do what it's, you can't tell what it does you can look at the result of what it does and infer what it's trying to do. So mm -hmm. meaning that if something is doing something in the world and, and it, it, it has a specific result, you can look at that result and say, that's what it's in. That's, that's what it's built for. Not because it's intending to do so because, but because it is doing that in reality, not because it's intentions. We don't want to read into intentions here, uh, but you can infer that based on the result of what it does. Hmm. So you're essentially like reverse engineering an understanding of, well, I don't want to use the word attention because you're staying away from that, but like, I don't know what else to use here, I guess. Yeah. Um, let me, let me see if this connects with you. Well, I, I get, I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Well, I'm just trying to describe it in my own interpretation. Well, like I'm, I'm, in, I'm interpreting it as a cause and effect. You know, there's a cause. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. So I'll use that. It's like you're kind of... Your process there that you described is inferring cause from observing the effect. And working Negative. Um, understand the cause. So I'm observing the effect. I'm observing the effect and, and looking at what caused it. 
Okay, and okay, so it's a little bit different, I guess, in than the, the way I described it. So you're looking, at, and then what do you do with with that? Like you're 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 looking at the cause. So that's step two, and then what is the next step of what you just described? That process. Well, uh, it's quite simply this, you know, the... Like performing analysis at that point? Stand by. It's quite simply this. The idea that Black Lives Matter, not not the organization, but the idea, the concept that Black Lives Matter, I think we all understand that that's a worthy concept. Uh, So let's see if the results of the stated goals of the cause match up with that with, mm. with with that concept and if you look at the results you see very clearly that it is actually doing the opposite it mm. is destroying black families this uh, uh destroying black communities mm. destru- destructive to society as a whole and you look at the cause and you see oh it's this organization that purports to be black lives matter mm-hmm. but it's completely different than what the concept is. It's radically different by their own mission statement. Okay, so the results that you're seeing, simply put, the results that you're seeing of the actual movement do not match up with those goals that we stated. Correct. Yeah, so they're missing the mark, is what you're essentially saying. By a long shot. Hmm. All right. So let's get into that a little bit. I don't think we've talked specifically about actual results, so maybe we could do that a little. Like, what are we seeing out there as the results so far? We're hearing about. Well, you look at, I mentioned it a moment ago, you look at uh, black families, black people in general, you, they, we continue to be unsuccessful in ways that are avoidable and avoidable by our own hands, you know, like, so we continue to be dependent on a system that isn't working for us. And we continue to go in the wrong direction as far as our family structure is concerned, our, our economic situation is concerned and our cultural system is concerned. We continue to live in situations that are not conducive to gaining uh, status in our, in, our, in our communities, not conducive to being independent, to being and not independent in, in a way that's non-American. What I mean by independent is, as in where as a demographic, we are not dependent on the government, for example, uh, uh, we are going more in the direction of, of, of being dependent, of, of essentially being being slaves. We are not striving to be ex, uh, be excellent and to add value to our communities. We're striving to to tear down the system. We, we are a net negative on the system, and not because we don't have the capacity to do better, but because we have this mindset of, of victimhood that is destructive. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that obviously contradicts, as you wrap up there on the word destructive, obviously contradicts the constructive approach that you spoke to and that their goals speak to. 
the organization? So I want to take a moment to point out exactly what I'm referring to. And if you look at the mission statement of Black Lives Matter, the mission statement on their website, that most of the things they're saying are contradictory and or completely unrelated to excuse me, not not even completely completely unrelated to the stated goals that they were trying to uplift. Okay. Do you have that mission statement in front of you? Yeah, I put it in the chat if you want to go ahead and look that look at that link. Okay. Do you, can you just read it off for us? Yeah, one moment. We can use the magic of editing here as needed to clean it up. Sure. <laughs> Take your time. So one line I just came across that shows some obvious uh, adversarial consequences are we are self-reflexive and do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folk, especially black trans women who continue to be disproportionately impacted by trans antagonistic violence. Now, what they did there is they took an idea that there is violence against a certain group of people and they use that to then say that they need to destroy other people as a result of that hmm. which uh which you can see that by the line do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege which that just seems irresponsible to me, which what I, what I mean by that is why do we have to, to dismantle someone else so that another party can be uplifted? That's mm -hmm. unnecessary and, and ultimately destructive. It's really just a, a transvaluation of the power structure, which is, in my mind, unfair. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because I actually... I don't mean funny literally, but um, I have another example or two, I think, that's, that are along the lines of what you're saying, of basically dismantling, you know, it, it's kind of like the idea of boosting yourself up by putting someone else down, you know, in a simplistic way, or like f fighting, you know, um, what's, the, what's the phrase, um, you know, like an eye for an eye, or fighting fire with fire. Yeah, exactly. That's um, that concept of, of of fighting fire with fire. Basically, doing the things that you're purporting to be against, you're doing them. You're being a hypocrite. You're engaging in behavior that is is counterproductive to your cause. Your cause is to end this, end the end the disparaging of a specific group. But you're doing the same thing to do it. It's 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 it eats itself. 
Yeah, so a couple of pieces of, of um, kind of the results that you speak to can be specifically identified here. And I'm going to mention a couple just to kind of build our uh, conversation a little more. Um, one thing being uh, that a particular uh, action right now is this defund the police uh, movement or part of the movement. And specifically to quote their we the website here of the Black Lives Matter organization, it aims at defunding the police to hashtag invest in communities. And again, I think this speaks back to what you just described of that let's, you know, not just be constructive, but first be destructive or take from another organization or group to then be constructive. And from the get-go, it, it has the unfortunate effect that you're describing here of, of this attack. Yeah, and it's an unwarranted attack for the most part. I mean, it's, or misguided, I should say. Not necessarily mm -hmm. unwarranted. The um, Obviously, police enforcement does have its weaknesses as mm -hmm. far as, you know, there, there definitely should be some reform in, in the way policing is done. However, <clears throat> the idea that that the police should be dismantled is or defunded is a problem. You know, you don't you don't reform something or you don't make something better by making it less than. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't contribute to the goal of, of investing in the community. It actually detracts from the community, which you see very quickly when you take away that, that police force presence, that police presence in community, you almost immediately see a rise in, in crime and, and things that are ultimately destructive to the community. So mm -hmm. it's just naive at best, even with the most charitable interpretations to mm -hmm. say that the ideas behind defund the police are actually a good thing and advocate advocate that black lives mm -hmm. matter yeah like the intentions are good but they're missing mark and and to your point yeah i mean you've yeah, seen examples to be honest well have you seen examples throughout history just to uh, to support your your point there like the the idea that um investing in the communities is done by taking away the, the police or the authority there is not it does not prove to hold true in, in you know basically anywhere in history especially over time like that's not going to get the mission accomplished if they want to build up communities that's not going to do it is what we're pointing out yeah the, the the value there there there's a and <clears throat> i almost want to argue that it is intentional because the intention here is to is is based on values that are naive, are irresponsible. Like if you don't understand the landscape of the terrain you're in, you are not qualified to make recommendations or to have opinions about the matter. So therefore you're being, you're acting irresponsibly mm -hmm. when you speak in regard to a, a serious issue that, or a serious problem that needs to be resolved. You are acting irresponsibly if you haven't done the work of understanding what the results of your behavior will 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 conclude in yeah yeah I, I definitely understand what you're saying with that and, and agree with it and I like the way you describe it um, the issue there it, it's it's not about the intentions at this point like the intentions that were stated the goals that's fine that's a foundation but they're not they're not identifying and here's the thing like I, I don't want to 
speak naively on this either because we don't know for sure other than as you well pointed out like what the results are showing we don't know for sure that nobody in the organization knows what the outcome is they're just not identifying it like nobody outside of this organization seems to have a real handle on it or at least it's not clear to me just to, just to say well, it's it's clear to a lot of people actually like i think it's clear that they're that that the that the results of this organization and the the stated goals of, the, of this organization are are clearly if you have any any understanding of you know you can look at a lot of disciplines and see where these where these stated goals are in error yeah, that's they, not, that's the logical not what I'm conclusion to right now, is predictable. Yes, it's yes. predictable that that these things were going to happen. That's true, and also part of the problem, like building on this argument we've made so far, that they're missing the mark. They don't seem to know where the mark is, or if they do, they're not aiming at it right now, and they're not telling anybody that they know where the mark is. So, for all intents and purposes. The responsibility of the world is to assume that the Black Lives Matter organization doesn't necessarily know what the ideal outcome is. It lo definitely looks at this point more like they don't know what the ideal outcome is or they think that another outcome which is less ideal is the ideal outcome which is a problem. Uh, what they're saying it's irrelevant i don't care what their intentions are i don't i it means nothing to me what means something to me is the effect it has on the community that i live in and, and the well-being of myself and the, and, the, and the people around me. Before we break them down, what is your recommendation for, you know, this organization that you're seeing? It's absolutely appropriate to defend yourselves against an aggressor. And in this case, the aggressor is is the Black Lives Matter movement or, or the organization that has has hijacked the movement. Their strategy is to instantiate chaos. Like they're they're not trying to reach a goal, they're trying to destroy, and I'm not trying to destroy. I'm defending something from being destroyed. That's the complete difference. Okay, so okay, so I'm with you on that. So what do you want for the outcome of the Black Lives Matter organization? Well, I want to uphold the values of the the United States. I want to uphold the values of of the sanctity of the individual i want to uphold the values of of peace of progress i have no problems about that and i that could speak well to the organization black lives matter even <laughs> if they were willing to listen of course really to anybody i think who has the best intentions for this country for our culture so that being said um, i think this is a good point to wrap up on you know we can come back to this at a later point if we want to discuss further or check back in as the movement and the organization continue to you know make steps over time that's all for us for today and we will talk soon